0: Thanks for tuning into the Lakers Underground podcast. Question of the day or over the week is: Will Anthony Davis land in Los Angeles before the trade deadline? You know, let's let's go through a few things before we get to really that that part. We'll kind of just kind of work our way over there. Let's talk about some of the players that are on the Lakers right now. So we're going to kind of grade them first by their uh, their. PER which is their player efficiency rating so it's not the the end-all be-all okay so if you look at the all-time list I mean Michael Jordan is number one uh great I that's you know fantastic Uh, I don't think anybody can really dispute how great Michael Jordan is but Bob Pettit is number eight great player not discounting that Kobe Bryant is number 25 um I don't think anybody would take, in a draft, Bob Pettit over Kobe Bryant. So, there's it's not the end-all, be-all is what I'm trying to say. So, if we look at uh, PR, some of the Lakers here. So, we have LeBron James at the top of the list, PR 26, right? So, player efficiency rating, to let you know, if, you, if you're not aware. Basically, it uh, uh, tries to take your positive things that you do in a game and... uh weighs them versus the negative thing. So, LeBron James, 26, among the top in the league uh, this year. Second on the team, JaVale McGee, 20.46. Third, Zubat, 20.11. Michael Beasley, 17.81. And then finally, at uh, the number five spot, we have Kyle Kuzma, 14.84. Rondo, 13.36. Lance Stevenson. Wagner, Ingram, KCP, Chandler, Lonzo Ball. I mean, I'm not saying it's the end all be all, but if you kind of just look at this, uh the question would be is, you know, are we playing the right players? Uh but that's beside the point. Let's look at uh some minutes per game. We have uh obviously LeBron James is still number one, a 33-year-old guy playing 34.8 minutes. It's not terrible, it's not crazy. Uh, Brandon Ingram, 33.4 minutes. He's averaging 17 points a game. Um, He is averaging uh, less than a steal per game, less than a block per game, two and a half turnovers. His assist to turnover ratio is 1.2. Not exactly the uh, uh, shining star that we all thought that he might be this year. Kyle Kuzma averaging 18.8 points uh 5.8 rebounds, 2.4 assists, assist to turnover ratio same as uh, BI and 1.2. Lonzo Ball, 30 minutes a game, 9.9 points a game. Steals 1.5. Uh, I believe leading the team, yes, leading the team. Assist to turnover ratio 2.5. Not uh better, but not Exactly where we want him. Ray Rondo, 27.9 minutes per game. He's only played 19 uh, games this season, but 9.1 points a game, 7.7 assists, assist to turnover ratio, 3.3, best in the team. So, do any of us think our young players are where they ought to be? Uh, I don't think that we do. I think that Kyle Kuzma maybe is the shining star uh, this year of the of the young three of, of Ingram Kuzma ball. Uh, he's not perfect. Uh, he's definitely a, uh, a good shooter. Uh, however, you know, his three point range is great, but actual percentage wise, he's not exactly a, uh, a knockdown three point shooter. He's really hardly shooting at a better rate than one, uh, Lonzo ball. In fact, our own, uh, Ray Rondo is actually, uh, shooting a better percentage from three. You have Brandon Ingram. I think he's probably the guy that most expected to really step out and you know start being that 20 point, 21 point uh presence, get some assists, playing better defense, and really hasn't hasn't really been there this year. So Ingram, while in the last few games I, I've definitely seen a better version of him, it's still not where I believe that he really should have been this year, being in uh, his third year in the league. Lonzo Ball, I do like the, uh, the, the, the way that he's going. I think that having LeBron James, while LeBron can make players better, he also can stunt some growth, especially in a young point guard like Alonzo Ball, because LeBron James is essentially your, the focal point of your offense brings the ball down a lot. So really, the amount of growth that we might see out of a out of Alonzo Ball is going to be stunted a little bit. Now, he has gotten to be a better shooter. His overall shooting percentage is not great forty percent, whatnot. His three point shooting percentage is, uh, I believe, decent enough where people can't completely sag off of him like a young Rajon Rondo. Um, or maybe a young Jason kid, if you will. So I say that all of that to get us essentially to the point of talking about Anthony Davis and the talk is obviously where are we gonna trade for him or are we not? Can we land this guy or can we not? And that's that's really the better question. Can we land him? Uh, Or do we have the assets that the Pelicans are going to want for Anthony Davis? And keep in mind, the Pelicans don't need to do anything right now. Yes, he asked for a trade. That does not mean that they actually need to trade him before the trade deadline. So keep that in mind. But, you know, I just want to take a moment and say it feels nice. So Anthony Davis... Made it kind of known that he wants to be a Laker, and I say it really feels nice as a Laker fan to be wanted. I mean, how many years have we gone here where nobody's wanted us? Yeah, yes, we got LeBron James, so and I want you to I want you to say like, come on, when LeBron decided to bring what's left of his thirty-three-year-old talents to the Southland, the entire Laker Kingdom. Let out a big, giant sigh of relief that someone of worth actually wanted to play for us for the first time in a long time. You know what doesn't feel nice is when we don't trade for Paul George last year because we think that we have PG-13 in the bag. After all, why wouldn't we feel that way? Very similar to Anthony Davis. The guy said he wanted to be a Laker. It doesn't feel nice we don't get nice things. So, what I propose is that we get AD at all costs. So, you fast forward to a week ago, Anthony freaking Davis decides to ask out of New Orleans, hinting just like Paul George that he wants to join the Laker club. There are some obstacles. Again, the Pelicans have to feel like they're getting... Now, personally, I don't think you're ever, if you're the Pelicans, you're not going to get back the value that Anthony Davis brings to your your club. But what they have to look at is, are we getting back enough to make it worth it? So, we, we have other things at play. So, you also have the NBA as a whole. They can block trades. They can do those things. We saw that uh, in a very similar fashion with... Uh, uh, the blocked trade that would have sent us uh, Chris Paul and, again, another one of those game changers that, you know, maybe the Lakers' last five years would have been much differently. Uh, Let's well, not dwell in the past, but we have reports that guys like the great Greg Popovich pleading with his buddy Del Demps not to work with the Lakers. Uh, Del Demps, of course, is the GM of the Pelicans. We also have uh, guys like Charles Barkley. Uh, Hoping for the NBA to veto any type of Anthony Davis trade uh, to the purple and gold. Barkley is uh, obviously one of these guys who does not like the super teams, does not feel like that's what's best for the NBA. It's really not a bad argument. You you could make those same arguments. Uh, I can make those same arguments. I mean, it's uh, it, it it is maybe better to have a lot of great players essentially spread out over a lot of different teams. However, this is not unusual for a duo to be on the same team. And, in fact, I really enjoy the duos. Uh, Jordan Pippen, Kobe Shaq, Kobe Powell, Magic, Kareem. You have a lot of duos all throughout the history of, history of the NBA. That is in my in my view, Charles Barkley is essentially barking up the wrong tree when he talks about uh, this being a super team. It's it's really not. It's you know we have, we have one great player. I I don't know where two players make a super team in today's day and age when you have the you know Golden State Warriors out there, who nobody is prob- likely to beat this year. Just an FYI. So the NBA right now. You know, you have the Charles Barkley's, you have LeBron's, you have all of this stuff happening, Anthony Davis asking out uh, of New Orleans. The NBA right now is just this giant, this big, giant soap opera. Uh, And I feel like I'm witnessing this bizarre world where suddenly, you know, everybody has a voice, right? Everybody's talking about these these incredible things that are happening with with Anthony Davis asking uh, asking for a trade, and uh, you know LeBron has always got something that he's talking about. It seems uh, Kyrie Irving is doing his thing up in Boston, and making them angry. Uh, you, it's just like somebody is saying, "Hey, I need you to say uh, something crazy." You know, we need to you know get some ratings up, and it's it's like Vince McMahon uh, suddenly sold off all of his shares in the WWE uh overnight and uh and 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 bought the NBA without anybody knowing about it and is the man kind of orchestrating the drama during this special season long episode of NBA Raw so the question again from from where we started is will Anthony Davis be donning the purple and gold before the trade deadline again you can always fight for him after july 1st but then you have boston that can get into play a lot of different things uh can happen so right now it very much seemed like it was it came down to the lakers and the knicks now the knicks already made their play i personally don't think the knicks have any type of play for anthony davis now after getting porzingis or after getting a uh, porzingis out of there that would have been their only uh, real big draw big asset so I think that Anthony Davis coming to LA before the trade deadline deadline is unlikely, extremely unlikely. I did see a uh, a report. I don't remember where it was uh, that the uh, there was some the Pelicans had counter offered and the Lakers agreed to it. And then haven't heard back from the Pelicans that they actually agreed to it. So it, it, it is possible, but I still think it's very unlikely. However, I want the Lakers to get him at all costs, sell the farm. I want Anthony Davis at all costs. I don't care if we have to give up LeBron. I know it's ridiculous, but we there's no way we're getting rid of him, by the way. We have an opportunity to get a top five player in the NBA. And not only a top five player, who some people might actually say is maybe top three. Top three, After all, right now, player efficiency rating Guess who's number one in the league? All right? It's not Russell Westbrook. It's not LeBron James. It's not Stephen Curry. It's not James Harden. It is one Anthony Davis. So not only a top five player, but a 25-year-old top five player in the NBA. A 25-year-old top five player in the NBA. This is... In in my view, I don't know if you if you remember uh, Kobe Bryant frustrated with the Lakers organization, asked for a trade right before we got Paul Gasol. You rewind back to there. Let's say the Lakers actually do deal Kobe Bryant. We don't bring Paul Gasol in. Kobe's gone. Goes to if I remember right, there was rumors about the Bulls, uh, a few other places. But let's say he does get dealt to the Bulls. Imagine how ecstatic the Bulls organization is, and they probably at that time would have just given up absolutely everything. We need to do that. You give up anything the Pelicans want. I mean, look, we could get him in two years, okay, when his contract is up, right? Maybe. Yes, maybe. At that point, LeBron is now 35 years old. Right now, you trade for him. Yes, we're going to give some youngsters. We went through some of their some of their numbers. Yes. They are getting better. But not at the rate we really need them to get. Um so we give up some youngsters. And I guarantee you. Guarantee you in the off season. Again, we're not beating the Warriors with this team and we're not beating the Warriors next year. We are not. Sorry guys, we're not with with this crew. But I guarantee you we will have guys wanting to sign on this team during the off season. We already saw that this past off season when we brought in Rondo. Rondo would probably sign back with us. Who knows? Maybe we don't even pay him 9 mil to come back. You never know. You you're just you're not winning a championship this year with the guys we have, and you're not winning a championship next year with the guys that we have. And who believes, after what happened with Paul George, get Kawhi Leonard, in the offseason, asked for a trade, wants to play for the Lakers. Cool. Kind of like what Paul George did. We were super excited. Again, felt really nice that somebody wanted to come here. But who believes, after what happened with Paul George, that... Kawhi Leonard is going to leave Toronto. Look at the success that Toronto has had. He's not going anywhere. He's staying right there. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope, yeah, I would love for the Lakers to be able to sign that guy, but I don't think he's going anywhere. This guy is playing out of his mind. The team is winning. The fans love him. This just seems to be the same thing that just happened to Paul George, only to more uh, of an extent. Where Paul George's Thunder team really didn't do that well last year. Let's be honest; they made the playoffs. That was about it. And now Paul George is is playing out of his mind this year too. Really wish that we would have him this year because again, that's that's it. That's a game changer. That we missed out on so. My message to Lakers is to make the trade. Do not wait on a talent like that. Thank you so much for listening to Lakers Underground Podcast. Here's to hoping we see Anthony Davis in a Laker uniform soon.